following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network with the wonderful, fabulous Kelly Smith, Vice President of Marketing and Sales for Care Partners Living. And, um, you know, can you believe, like, we're, you know, it's President's Day weekend here. And right. <laughs> And and I'm just going like this year is just flying by. I can't believe. In it. some ways, I'm kind of excited about it because last year stunk so bad. I want to oh erase God. it from my memory. I want to get as far away from me as I possibly can. I hear you. I hear you. You had one heck of a year last year. Everybody I have... did. I think everybody did. Yeah. Just, you know, and we're dealing with a lot of personal things. You know, I lost a dear friend on Mother's yeah. Day. Um. You know, we, we we're everybody had something you know, yeah. they were kind of dealing with. Um, I had hand surgery. Remember that? And I couldn't use my hand. Right. I mean, it's everybody like... went through something, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, we had some family issues, you know, I had my yeah. better half was in the hospital for seven weeks and went through three oh, brain horrible. surgeries. And I mean, you, you deal with what you deal with. Yeah. Um, but then I, but I tell you what this experience in 2021 did for me though, it made me realize what our families are dealing with even more. Yeah, because when true. you're in the hospital and you're stressed out and you're trying to work and you're trying to make sure your loved one's getting the care that they deserve and you're tired, you know, yeah. worn out, but you don't stop. You keep pushing, keep pushing because that person means so much to you, but you still got to work. Still got to feed the cat. You still got things to do. And then I think about our families that come in that still have kids at home and they're trying to take care of mom in the hospital. You know, they, they, you see what I'm saying? It made me a little bit more Absolutely. passionate to understand when these people say I got to get mom moved. We got to move fast. And it helped me kind of, kind of get back to kind of the basics of what we do again, because I realized yeah, wow. if I'm going through this, what are our families going through? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And I think one of the things that you hit the nail right on the head was, is the fact oftentimes that call comes in when there's a crisis, <laughs> you know, it's like, I've tried to hang on as long as I can. And, but then there's that element of fear of fear of the unknown. I don't know what to expect. I don't know how that's to it. eat. That's what we're talking health. about. To, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about today is the fact that people, I think their impressions, again, of what's out there are a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit prejudiced. Yeah, uh, they're based on old memories or or folk folklore. You know, people telling stories. Um, you never remember. It's like you know, we always laugh about the fact that, you know, you take care of nine hundred people. That's yeah. nine hundred families, possibly, yeah. right? Yeah. You get one that just drives you nuts. It's always something. Yeah, they're always in your office, mad about something, something, something. Out of those 900 families, which is the family you remember? Yeah. That one. What about the other 899 that were happy all the time? See, you yes. know, you got to focus on the fact that yeah, you're going to have people in assisted living that aren't happy, but they're not happy for various reasons. They don't want to be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are frustrated because they don't understand what's going on with the care of their loved one. Right. And there's so many things they need, like you and I said, we'll talk about, you know, their you know, families, how they can help, but getting more involved will also mm-hmm. help you understand the process and what's Absolutely. really going on in there. Mm-hmm. Mom, we had this one lady one time in one of our buildings, used to call her kids and cry all the time. Nobody likes me mm-hmm. here. I, I eat alone and I'm so miserable. And the kids would call and upset. You know, you guys told us mom was guys like, Next time you guys come, call me before you come. And I snuck them through a side door so they could see mom holding court in the bistro. <laughs> yeah. Having a great time. Yeah. 
And I said, I'm not trying to catch, I'm not trying to throw her under the bus here, but you need to understand this is the life she's living on the phone is to make you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently it's working. <laughs> well, and I think the other thing that you're, you hit the nail on the head is the fact that change is hard. And, and I'll never forget when I was going, when first time I put my mom in assisted living, and I was very lucky to have the staff that was coaching me as well, which was helpful, but I was going like every day and I felt this pressure that I had to go every day. day. Finally, the executive director pulled me aside as I was leaving one day and she goes, Suzanne, your mom needs to get acclimated to this community. Right now, she hangs on to the fact that every day you're going to be there. And so she does not engage with the other residents. And what happened was, is she goes, I want to give you a challenge. I don't want you to come back for a week. And I went and I was just like stunned like that. But you know what happened in that week? I said, and she goes, let's let's, um, you know, tell your mom that this is why you're going to do it. And when you come back tomorrow, we'll set it so she'll know. And so sure, sure enough, I said, mom, um, this is what we're going to do. And I will, you can call me anytime I'm here, but I want you to get to know the residents. And they went out of their way to do things with her and to help her get, um, you know, ingratiated to the residents. And I was so impressed of some of the things like my mom had a doll collection and they had a, a, like a cabinet, like a display cabinet in their lobby. And they put all these antique dolls in this cabinet and they went, this is Norma Perkins dolls. Oh, And, and, um, you know, we're celebrating those. And that was one of the things they did. They did a whole display of, and so there was something people could say, Oh, I've seen your dolls in the, in the um, hallway or in the lobby. And all of a sudden there was this world opened up some people would say you have an original shirley temple doll that's so great i used to have one when i was a child right see next and thing bingo. you know you're making friends you got something in common <laughs> with these people they're not these strangers and you moved into no like what did i get myself into all of a sudden you got people that are I, I think that's another myth people think that mom's gonna move in here it's gonna be like high school when you change yeah. schools when you were a kid a yeah. lot of us changed schools when we were a kid mm-hmm. so it goes back to that prejudice from sure. old feelings I know what it was like to be the new kid. I don't want my mom to be the new kid. She's old now. She's frail now. It's my job to look out for her. Right. We understand. But you're not giving the communities enough credit. You're assuming that they like the fact that she's going to go in the dining room and sit by herself. You think they're going to enjoy that. They're not. That's why a lot of communities have ambassadors. They have folks that'll come and sit with your mom the first couple of days she's there and, and introduce her to new people. Um, that's why we have you fill out a social assessment. We might mm-hmm. set her with somebody that's from Norway because she's from Norway. Yeah. You see what I mean? You, 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 you've got to pay attention to the social cues as well. But people also make assumptions that it's going to be, you know, mom's going to be isolated. She's mm-hmm. going to go in there. And it's going to be like high school. Everybody's going to know, know each other already. And he, mm-hmm. she's the new kid. She's going to be alone all the time. Yeah. Give those guys some credit. Yeah. And I think furthermore, it's like, uh, you know, there are cues and like you say, to help them adjust. And, and I think that that is really a big thing. And not to mention the activities that you guys do, uh, are just so many to mention. We can't even go, I mean, we'd have to waste 
probably four shows on all the different <laughs> activities that you well, guys it, offer. It, it's not just care partners. You know, I know for a fact yeah. uh, I've been I've been looking at some of the posts my friend Allison Davy from Brookdale has been posting. Those guys are also really good at activities. There's yeah. a lot of companies out there that really put the residents first. Mm -hmm. And they have a way of of making sure the residents are entertained throughout the day. Now, do you have to go to everything? No. You don't, you know, you don't have to go to everything. You don't have to join every club. You don't have to be part of everything, but there's so much going on. That you kind of pick and choose. Sure. You know, sure. I like cards. I'll go to the card games. I love movies. I'll go to the movies. You know, if you're not into crafts, don't go to the crafts. Nobody's there's a Super Bowl party. And there was like two, three Super Bowl parties that we, we connected with um, this weekend that we just brought the doodles in for a few minutes just to say, and, and it was really fun because I put um, red and black uh, crepe paper around Whidbey so she looked like, or orange and black, so I, she'd look like a bangle. Like a, like a bangle. <laughs> and it was just fun, you know, I wrapped it yeah. around her so that it, she looked like a tiger. <laughs> nice, very fun, very fun. But it was really, really fun because we had a good time. Yeah. And, and those are the things I think that is really interesting is there's something for everyone. And I think the other thing that I know about senior living is there's so much um, ability, like, like talking about one story that I'm aware of is Morningstar living up in Everett. They actually have two ladies that sell candy on Tuesdays in the nice. lobby. And they have give away all different kinds of chocolate and candy and it's so much. And they do this all year long, all the entire school year, or like it starts in January and then it goes till December. At the end of December, who, whatever staff member, you know, they have a lot of kids that are in high school and that are going to college. They actually give them money as a scholarship at the end. Oh, wow. And this last year, this one of these servers that works there, he actually got a $7,000 scholarship. That's something. And what a great thing. And have it. Yeah, thanks to those purpose. ladies. Now he can afford three books for college. I think that's really important. Isn't that amazing? It's, and I thought, wow, that is a great program. Right. But and, it it is, was, very... and it's fun. And think about, you know, the fact that people can get together. They can, you know, and yeah. we know seniors love sweets. Come on. <laughs> Well, so, seniors love food. Don't yes, kid yourself. Do. And I think that's another myth that people have is they think it's going to be always, you know, peas and spam, you know, that no. they're not going to put money into the culinary part of assisted living. And that's not true. Um, I tell you, some of the best food I've had besides home has been in some of my assisted living communities. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. I'm just amazed at some of the, I'll come in there every day, almost every time I'm in for a tour or something, I come into the kitchen, what's for lunch? And I take a look yeah. at what these guys are eating. And I'm like, dude, you know, yeah. this looks so good. Yeah. And, and they tell me, and, and, and residents don't lie. If something's nasty, they're going to tell you. Oh, they're totally going to oh, tell you. Oh, this didn't turn out good today. I don't, they, he should never cook this again. You know, but, <laughs> yeah. Or they'll tell you, you know, this was fantastic. Yeah. This has been a do-over many times. We love this. You and it, you can go down anytime for lunch now. There's no set time that I have to be down there at 11 o'clock. Now, now some, some communities do. Some communities okay. have set times. Not every place is, is anytime dining. Now, my communities are. Yeah. Um, they're anytime dining. We have it set up that way for a reason. Um, but we have specials throughout the day that are only at certain times because cooks can't cook the sure, specials sure. all day. They wouldn't get anything else done. So yeah, there's specials. If you want the special, you need to be down there between 1130 and you know 1230. If you, you know, you want the special for dinner at certain times, but mm -hmm. you don't have to get up. It's, you know, seven o'clock or you're going to miss breakfast. You can have a hot right. breakfast at seven. You can have a hot breakfast at 10. Right. People need to realize that 
it's not like living in a dormitory. It's not like that. It's not like right, anything right. else they would have experienced. It's communal living. It's like apartments, mm-hmm. but there's things going on in the lobby. There's things going right. on in the theater. There's a, a restaurant downstairs that you don't have to actually bring your checkbook to. You just go down there and order whatever you want and you have lunch and have specials throughout the day. Yeah. Um, you know, and the food, and again, the food's good because that's one thing you have to get right in assisted living communities. I've even eaten at skilled nursings before. I've been invited in for lunch as a marketer. And even in those places, you know, again, it's the, it's, it's the myth. Sure. You know, well, they got to cut corners somewhere. These places are expensive. It's always going to be. No, it's not. It doesn't have to be activities. It doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be care. Absolutely. They don't have to cut corners to still be productive and still be able to give the residents the quality of life they want. It's not about cutting corners. It's about where you spend your money. Right, right. And, good and you know, spend their money on the residents. And you know, that's really, really true. And, and I certainly am thrilled. So in our next segment, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about quality of life um, and really what to expect right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.